With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your Valentine's Day shouldn't start with a Hail Mary. We've got you covered on the big day when you order flowers and gifts from Pro Flowers early this year. Head on over to ProFlowers.com to get 15% off our entire collection of blooms, gifts, and more for your cutie with promo code CRUSH15 until February 14th. The clock is running out, so don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last-minute gifts on February 14th. Be the MVP this Valentine's Day and go to ProFlowers.com to save 15% with code CRUSH15 at checkout. See website for more details. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. You want NFL experience? Then this is the show for you. This is Up on Game with LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. Did you hear that? LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris? It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good day. Hope you had a great week, everyone. Hope you are enjoying the start of your beautiful Saturday. Got a great show today. I'm LeVar Arrington. You're listening to Up On Game. TJ Hushmanzada, Plexico Burris. Yeah, got a great show today. We get, we got Michael Pittman Jr. coming on. Bright young star for the Indianapolis Colts. We got Byron Leftwich the offensive coordinator for the Super Bowl champ. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A wonderful thing, man. And guess what? You got to have a place to be able to do this. And, you know, we're we're coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance, Fox Sports Radio, uh, Fox Sports Studio, Radio Studios. My headphones are cutting in and out. Um, when you switch to Farmers Insurance, you can save a bundle. All you got to do is call one 1-888- Farmers. Get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. All right. Hopefully this plug-in will will 
continue to work. What's up, DJ? What's going on, bro? Man, what's going on, baby? How you doing? Hey, feeling real good. Feeling real good. Just ready to knock this show out. Do do some some special stuff today. That's all, man. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I think this is has the potential to be a really fantastic show this morning for us. Well, it's us doing it, so uh, that, that potential is generally always <laughs> there and probably always going to uh, take shape. So that's pretty cool. Uh, uh, that the the idea of what took place this week. Uh, with with Carson Wentz has has blown down uh, the media sphere where everyone is trying to find what is the right answer, what is the wrong answers, what is the perspective on it. Everyone seems to have such differing opinions of Carson Wentz. Is he good? You know, is he good enough? Did they give up enough? What were the Colts thinking? So I want to I want to open up with this. I, I want to start off with you know the whole idea of him rejoining Frank Reich, and is that the right move for him to be rejoining him? We touched on it before last week. Um, if there was the possibility between Chicago and Indy, I let's start here, TJ. First off, did did in your opinion the Colts? make the right decision i know so many people said that they were negotiating against themselves da 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 what's your first take on an opinion of did 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 the colts do the right thing or did they do too much for for me when when you look at the trade and as soon as i saw it i said oh man the colts won this trade that was a that was my first reaction and and i say that because carson wentz is a former top three pick He's he was on his way to an MVP season before he gets hurt. And granted, his last year and a half, two years have not been great. And you say, ah, I I can see where the Eagles got the better of this trade. But if Carson Wentz can get back to what he was and you would assume that the talent, it's no denying the physical talent, no denying the physical talent. For me, with Carson Wentz, it's in between his ears. Something isn't clicking for him mentally. And if he can get back to that success mentally with Frank Wright, which I believe he will. I I believe Frank Wright being a former quarterback, he just can relate to Carson Wentz in a way that Doug Peterson and the other coaches could not. And so and it looks like it could possibly go to be a first-round pick. And if that's the case, if you give up that for a franchise quarterback that's still young, that you're going to get probably eight to ten years or more out of, you won this trade, and it's not even a question, but it's really going to boil down to can Carson Wentz play football the way that Carson Wentz has played football? And if he can just be close to that, I still believe the Colts won the trade. Well, the Colts are a good team, and and they have – they have talent on their team, and they're they're trending in the right direction. They even trended well with Philip Rivers as as the quarterback in in his latter days as as the guy that's been his final year. TJ, I, I sit here and I wonder when you hear the reports of how Carson Wentz handled the benching, handled the demotion, all of the reports about how players had. Uh, different differing opinions about how Carson Wentz was handling things. I I tend to think and I tend to wonder. And I had this conversation. You know, when when you're bringing in new guys, and you tell me if this was something that you did, and some guys on your team did, 
if I knew dudes from college or that, you know, played with me in Washington that ended up on a team with a guy that we were bringing in in a high – because, you know, in Washington we had a whole bunch of high-profile traits, uh, high-profile high acquisitions during my time there. Um, I would call my guys up and be like, you know, what kind of dude is he? <clears throat> Do you feel as though in looking at what – what Carson Wentz has gone through and, and all of the conflicting reports that were coming out of uh, out of the Eagles locker room about who he is as a person, how much does do you feel that may play play a role in his his success in Indy? Do you think he gets a clean slate or do you think people going to be looking at him like, man, is he petty? Is he is he what they said he was, you know? How 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 do you approach this with this situation? Because he could be a major piece to them taking that next step forward. You you and I both know this is we're we're gonna call. Hey, bro, how how is Carson Wentz? Is he like they say? And whatever we're told, this was gonna happen. You're gonna form your own opinion. If Carson Wentz comes in and the perception is reality, oh, he's gonna be treated as such. If Carson Wentz comes in and you're told that he's not a good teammate, he's not a leader, he's this and he's that, and he's a complete opposite, then that's what he's going to be. And so it's up to Carson Wentz and how he presents himself, how he carries himself when he walks into that Indianapolis Colts uh, locker room. Mm -hmm. I I don't care what I'm told. It's how you treat me, how you interact with me is how I'm going to form my opinion. I'm not going off of what happened in Philadelphia. I don't care. Once you come into our locker room, and I believe the Colts have a strong locker room because of the type of success that they've had, all that goes out the window, what has been reported and what has been said and what a friend told me. It's your interactions with me is how I determine what type of person you are. Mm. You know, I, I totally agree with, with, with that. You're going to definitely paint your own picture of who you think the person is. I remember when we got Daryl Russell. And some people may not remember Big D Russ out of out of uh, USC was a top pick, um, super gifted. God rest his soul. He ended up dying in a, a car accident. But dude had so many people reporting horrible things about him. I can recall asking a couple people about him. They's like, you know, the dude is weird. He's touched. Da da da. This that and the other. Like you guys are going to have your hands full with with dude. This that and the other. And when he got there and he came in the locker room, you know, I just I looked at him and, I, you know, it's like kind of like it's funny because he was dressed like a like almost like a dude that would skate like like traditional, you know, so I don't want to sound like I'm like, you know, labeling, but it was kind of like one of those traditional like ride your skateboard on the strand type dudes. Right. He had on some vans. You're, you're expecting him to be what you've heard. And you're like, this dude is nothing of the sort. He was like a big kid, bro. Right. It was like a big kid, and as I got to know him, the most interesting thing that I realized about him is the way I was able to reach him and motivate him as we went into games was to talk to him about the things he was most passionate about, which were simple things. And so many times we create a a, a vision or an expectation based off of what we heard and whether you even realize it or not, you approach the situation with with that baggage on you. And it's like you're waiting for him to be that person or you're waiting for whatever exactly. it is you've created in your mind that you think they're going to be. And and D. Russ never ended up being that guy. Played well for us. Like, 
played really well for us. And, and so, and I mean, that's that's not the quarterback's position, but nonetheless, it's still a teammate situation. And so when I look at this Carson Wentz situation with what he's got going on, he's got to be totally aware of the fact that these things have been said about him. He's been much maligned. He's, you know, he went from it being called Wentzylvania to, you know, get him out of here to why are you not putting Jalen Hurts in? And he's gone through a lot of mental gymnastics, a lot of emotional gymnastics being a a Philadelphia Eagle, TJ. And, and I look at where he's at right now. You go into a market like Indianapolis, it's not as toxic. It's not as volatile. Not to mention, you have a much better team personnel-wise in Indianapolis right now than what you would have had staying in Philadelphia. I wonder, is there, is there if, if this is you in this scenario, how much motivation is there to to return to that form that he was in when he had Coach Coach Reich with him? Oh, you you know, as soon as that trade went through in his mind, he said to himself, I'm about to show all these fake analysts and all these people that are on TV saying I'm this and I'm that, I'm going to show them. That, that completely went through his head. And if he's smart, he's visualizing success every time that he thinks about it because he will manifest that. I, I truly believe with the weapons they have offensively, with, with Michael Pittman, the running backs they have, but the key is it's that offensive line that they have mm-hmm. is going to keep them clean and protected. A really good defense that's young. And, and so you get back with Frank Wright. It's up to you now. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Put the work in. Get the playbook ASAP. Should be a ton of similarities, a ton of carryover. And, and so that part of it should be the easy part. It's now being a leader. Being a leader of men, showing these guys you got they back, showing these guys that you'll walk through the fire with them, showing these guys that you can handle success and failure the same way. And so you're not going to be a different person when you win. You're going to be the same person, win, lose, or draw. And if he can do that, that locker room is going to love him because the talent is there. You don't do what Carson Wentz has done and then all of a sudden forget how to play football. It's a mental thing, and Frank Wright's going to tap into that and get it back out of him. But there, there's just no way you had the type of success that he's had in the National Football League, and then all of a sudden you're a bum and you can't play. I, I don't believe that. Yeah, Today, Jacoby Brissett is still on this roster. Today. And I'm just wondering if he – you, you got to believe they're going to keep Brissett. I mean, is there I possibility? believe he's a, he's a free agent, though. He, he, he's right. on the roster he's as of now. He's on the roster but- as of right now. So, so again, I believe that they're either going to keep him or figure out a way. I, I mean, if, so if he's a free agent, I guess I, I don't know how that, that will play out. But in some ways, shape, form, I, you got to have some value in terms of who's going to be there if, if Wentz doesn't um, prove out. We have a guest, a special guest coming on, one of your guys in uh, Michael Pittman Jr., I, I, I do you love Selena like really love whether you saw her live saw the movie as a kid or saw her looks all over TikTok there's no shortage of reasons to stand the queen of Tejano 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I would like to know, you know, because it seemed as though maybe things may have went prematurely the wrong way with Jacoby Brissett in Indianapolis. And I just wonder... What is the thought process on if he were to be back on this roster? Um, how does that look? You know, because Winston do well competing with Jalen Hurts in, in in Philadelphia. So I'm interested in that. You're listening to Up On Game. I'm LeVar Arrington. That's TJ Hutchmanzada, Plexico Burris. On the other side of this break, we're going to have on the young stud star, Michael Pittman Jr. of the Indianapolis Colts, wide receiver. Uh, you can follow him at Michael Mike Pitt underscore junior yeah we're, we're gonna get to the bottom of this we're gonna get some real information off of it i'm super excited to to uh hear about this so make sure you stay locked in this is uh obviously fox sports radio and you're getting put up on game we'll be right back yes sir it's finally here. The big game. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Plus, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York. That means you can bet from almost one-third of the country. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New users sign up with code UPONGAME and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's code UPONGAME only at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text and TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker, Fire Insurance, Exchanges, or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. No freestyle this morning? 
doing all this and all that. We going to come on back. We going to get Michael Pittman Jr. on the show talking to smack. Yeah, that was that was that bad. Dang, I messed it up. My my freestyle, my my flow has been off lately, TJ. I've been I've been a little off my square, man. I use, I usually come with way better bars than that, man. <laughs> You're listening up all game. That that was me horribly uh uh mincing words and and messing up and tripping and stumbling and fumbling uh on my freestyle flow. I'm gonna work on it for y'all though. That's TJ Hushmanzada, y'all here uh pressuring me and laughing at me. And the other voice that you heard laughing, well, that's one of the might, most young, brightest stars uh in the National Football League this year. Michael Pittman Jr., Indianapolis Colt wide receiver. The you, son of Orms. You can find him on Twitter, Mike Pitt underscore Jr. Let before we start talking about you, we got to pay homage to our generation of Michael Pittman. It wasn't a junior on there; yeah. it was it was it was senior. So let let's talk about this first. Welcome to the show, young brother. I'm a thank fan you, of you. Thank you guys. Yeah, absolutely a fan. Obviously a fan of of your game, but but followed your career because, well, I'm a fan of your dad. Now, now let me give you a funny story here. You, I'm playing against your dad when he was with the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. And it was the first time that I realized that a dude could move like that that was built like that. And and, it, and I had to ask myself the question, you know, in, in warm-ups, what, what do you do with a dude that moves like that and is built like that? And and needless to say, we had we had an amazing war that day. We we were going. I think we got to the point at, at one point where I tackled him, and he before he even looked at me, he was like, "Lavar, man, come on, man, like, come on." I caught him on the one yard line. I'll never forget this. I caught him on the one yard line, and I think it was like a fourth down stop. So I kept your dad out of the end zone on a fourth down and stop. You know, there's probably not too many dudes that could do that, not even a car or a truck. But it is what it is, man. It is what it is. We're, okay, okay. You know, we appreciate you coming on the show, man. Like, how's your off season going so far? Everything's good. Um, I got to Southern California about a week and a half ago and just started training and uh, working on my uh, craft. And, uh, yeah, so that's going to be the plan for the next couple months, uh, not knowing what – what's um coming up with like otas and mm-hmm. stuff like that so just grinding until we figure out what's gonna happen mm-hmm. hey pit let's let's just get straight into it man how excited are you that you go from philip rivers and now you have a former mvp candidate carson wentz as your quarterback does that excite you have you have you talked to him has he sent you a message and what are you looking forward to Absolutely. So first off, like I like just want to say that Philip was great, um, and like he like was a great teammate, teacher, um, and he taught me lots of stuff that I will carry on throughout this season. And uh, he actually made me he made me a um, better player. But then now fast forward to um, Carson here. So we get a guy that's young, mobile, arm strength a guy who led his team to a Super Bowl and a guy who was proven. Like, I am super excited. I'm super jacked. I actually talked to him when the news broke, and I just got with him and uh, was asking him about training, about him coming down to um, Southern California to uh, train here. And uh, he said that he'll see what he can do and that he'll be out here pretty soon. So, 
get to um, get to get to work with him. So that'll be nice. When you say come out and work with you, and we'll see what we could do. He's coming out. You you feel good vibes from him because obviously one of the things that have been discussed is uh, his relationships with his teammates in in the locker room. So what, your your impression was good. Absolutely, I think that he is a stand up guy. Um, I mean, I don't know anything about him, but I don't. But I don't want to form a like, I don't want to judge him before I even meet him. So um, he's going to have to show me who he is. And I think that he's going to be a great guy. So I expect that from him. And um, he's looking for a fresh start. And I just can't wait for him. Like, I'm just like I'm just happy for him that he gets to restart his uh, career here and uh, help us win games. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Up On Game. We have Michael Pittman, former USC Trojan, current Indianapolis Colt wide receiver. And you, you know how I feel about you, Pitt, man. You're one of yeah. the best young receivers in the league. Is not too many guys your size can move like you move. And for the people that don't know, you will be put up on game this season. Had you not missed those three games, you probably would have had a much better season because when you come back, you have to kind of get back in the groove of things. And so, for you, are you looking at this offseason as an offseason to prove that you're a bona fide number one receiver? You don't know what's going to happen with T.Y. Hilton. Will he be back? But you're preparing yourself to be that guy if he's not back with the Colts. Absolutely. Um, I feel like every day, like, I'm, like, like, I'm like working to um, be that. So, basically, I'm going in this um, – this year, and I'm trying to double every single category, every single. Mm. So um, that's what I'm working for, and that's why I grind every day, and uh, that's what I'm going to do. You were popping off in that gosh darn uh, playoff game. I mean, it, you, it almost looked like you were about to single-handedly take over the game. What was your biggest challenge as, you know, in this season? What what did you have to overcome to to start getting levels of success? The biggest challenges, so I'd say the first challenge was getting into camp and not having the same time that other people had before uh, because of like COVID and stuff. So mm-hmm. we didn't get um, rookie camp and all the OTAs and all that like time to like learn. So we kind of just got thrown in there. Um, and then I'd say the second one was getting hurt. So in week three versus Jets, I get hurt. I get compartment syndrome. And for those of you that don't know what it is, if I didn't catch it in time, they could have cut my foot off because my because like my leg would have lost blood flow and it like would have died. So luckily, my wife got me up and forced me in. And uh, we went, and within 30 minutes of being there, like I'm already getting my leg cut open, and they're they're fixing it for me. So coming back from that was probably the hardest thing because, like, I'm sitting out. Like I really hadn't done anything up until that point. Like I had a couple couple decent games, but but nothing really. So just like dealing with that and getting back and getting my like leg stronger. Um, and that was really it, just battling that battle, just like the um, confidence, getting it back, 
And after that, I mean, I felt like we just kind of rolled through it. So we just got through it and kept getting better. We have Michael Pittman Jr., Indianapolis Colts wide receiver. You can find him on Twitter at Mike Pitt underscore Jr. We're coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call one eight 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 Farmers to switch, and you can save a bundle on your auto insurance. Pitt, talk to me about Frank Wright. Is he the type of head coach that you believe can get Carson Wentz back to what he was? Tell, tell me, because you know, being a former player, he's going to be able to relate to you. Players, coach, uh, what, what type of coach is he? He. I've never really had a coach like him. Um, he is a player's coach for sure, but the way he leads is a little different. Like, I can't really explain it, but it's one of the best systems that I've ever been in. Um, like, I can't really put, like, a word on it, but I just, like, like – When you know, I, you know. <laughs> yeah, so – I, so, I mean, like, I can't really put my finger on it, but I just trust him, like, with, like, everything. So, him, Ballard, like, like I think that they are the, the um, best guys, like, in the game right now. So, Let me ask you this, Pitt. When, when I look at guys that have dads that played in the game, like we just saw uh, the, the – who's the, the safety uh, that play Antoine Winfield, Winfield, Winfield. Bam, right? So Winfield, his son Junior wins wins the Super Bowl, and he gets yep. to celebrate with his son out there on the field. You're now out there playing, um, and your dad gets to watch you. Which I think your dad did get a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, right? He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. So so that wouldn't be a new thing for you, but in that in that growth process. How how critical and how key was your dad, and was it was it a passive approach to to how you played the game, or was it a you know you're going to get up, you're going to work out this, you know you're going to keep your diet clean? Like what what type of yeah. relationship did you guys have? So my dad has always been passive when it comes to football. Um, he never forced us to like get up and go work out, lift weights, and run. Um, we just kind of watched how he worked. Mm. And we kind of just, like, picked that up. And he just led by doing it. He led by um, uh, example. example. And uh, we just picked it up. Hmm. Sound like he's your hero. He's your hero? Absolutely. That's dope. That's yeah, dope. man, for people that don't know, he, he has a younger brother, Micah Pittman. That's a dog at Oregon if they would only uh, give him more looks. But, Pitt, man, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, we got a lot of work to do for those that don't know. I, I train oh, yeah. Pitt, and this is this, this year. He had 40 catches last year, 500 yards, and he's looking to double that like he told us. So he, mm. he's looking to have 80 catches over a grand. 10 touchdowns and so Pitt man I appreciate you man for coming on thank you I'll have a uh, better freestyle for you next time bro. I, <laughs> I was stumbling on my bars today man I don't, I don't need maybe you good, I, you good, you I, good, I was nervous you know I was nervous because we were bringing on such a bright young star I just I, I I was fumbling my words bro man I'm sorry man God sorry next time Next time, Michael Pittman Jr., and that's who he is, superstar, as we heard, Indianapolis Colts wide receiver uh, and obviously the protege of one Michael Pittman Sr. and T.J. Hushmanzada. So that's super dope, man. We appreciate you coming in. Man, 
Junior is he's he's uh he's a quiet one, huh? He's he's one of those quiet, unassuming, strong types. The the quiet, strong type. He he's a type of dude. Uh, when it was like the quarantine, uh, really helped him out. We worked every day. When when I tell you when March hit and, and the quarantine happened with COVID, we, we're working five days a week, and it was it didn't matter. Like sometimes we start at six p.m. It's not even light out. It's dark. We just meet up. And we'd grind for an hour and a half, two hours, and it was every single day he wanted it. And he, and he got better. And he'll tell you that he he literally improved so much, and all he wants to do is work. And we stay in contact during the season. He'll send me clips. I'll give him my advice. And uh, it's, been, it's been fun, man, it, to be able to give back to guys that are younger and then watch them apply that on the field man it it, it make it brings a smile to your face that you you've been a part of their journey mm-hmm. and, I, and i'm looking forward to continue to help him grow that's pretty awesome man all right so from from the colts and carson wentz going there uh what type of void do you feel that leads leaves losing peterson and then now getting rid of the quarterback and wentz ending that era what where does this leave the Philadelphia Eagles from your vantage point? Well, you have a new head coach. Obviously, you're going to have a new starting quarterback if Jalen Hurts isn't the starting quarterback. They, pick, they have a high draft pick. And so where do they go? Do they view Jalen Hurts as the future? And, and if, if they do, it's some a little continue, But it's, a, it's going to be a different offense, you would assume. Some similarities because Frank Wright, Nick Sirianni, Doug Peterson, similar offenses. They're in rebuild mode. They've released Deshaun Jackson. They're going to release Alshon Jeffrey. And so you don't know where they're going to go. Right. But are are they in a complete rebuild? Rebuild. It looks like they are. Yeah, and they have to be, right? That's not going to sit well with the fans of Philadelphia. Right. And so the key is for me, do they draft the quarterback? And if they do, here you go again because you have people in that locker room that I'm sure support Jalen Hurts. Because if you draft a quarterback with that first pick, you're, he's basically the future, and Jalen Hurts is no longer your future. And, and so it, it can get tricky in that, in that locker room. They can be dividing the locker room and not even knowing they're dividing it by drafting a quarterback. So it's going to be interesting to see which direction they go in with that first pick, and it will determine how they view Jalen Hurts. Jalen went one and three, but his one victory was a big tr- big victory against New Orleans in in New Orleans. But he, I mean, he kind of became pedestrian the rest of the way. Do you feel like he did enough to show that he should be the incumbent? And if they do bring in, which they have to bring in somebody, I mean, unless they're going to keep the guy that they benched him for uh, in in the playoffs as a, as a backup. But you would assume they're going to bring somebody in, whether it be draft or by free agency, to compete for the job. Do you think that Hurts did enough? to have have the opportunity to start coming into this season? Well, that that that's a tricky question because when when you go one and three, it's it's obviously like ah nah he didn't he didn't do enough to determine where Do you love Selena? Like really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. He's our starter or not, but you have to look at that roster, man. They Look look at their skill, guys. Offensive line was beat up, and the quarterback you're talking about is Nate Sudfeld yep, that Sudfeld. they, they uh, benched Jalen Hurts for last game of the season. But it, it's – do they have a roster or did they have a roster that was competitive when Jalen Hurts was playing? Skill, guys, not so much. Good running back as you form – we are, Miles yeah, Sander. Yeah. Oh, he's but nice. offensive line is hurt. The receiving core and – they they didn't have the weapons around Hurts, so you just don't know. Did he play to his potential? Did he have enough really good players out there helping him? And, and so that's why I say the the Eagles are in a rebuild. And do they rebuild with a second year quarterback in Jalen Hurts, or do they rebuild with this first round pick, um, whoever it may be, whether it's Justin Fields, uh, Trey Lance, Mac Jones? You just don't know. You would assume Lawrence and. Zach Wilson will be off the table by the time they pick, but it will determine, at least for me, how they view Hurts and where the Philadelphia Eagles organization will be moving to as a whole. Man, I I think there's, like you said, there is a tremendous rebuild that's going to have to take place in Philly um, in order for them to to see – what they can be. I mean, the NFC East was was looking pretty bad. It'll be interesting to see how the other teams retooled. Washington seemed to have figured it out um, towards the end, but who knows what, what that looks like. And then the New York Giants seemed to show some life, but they too seem to not be able to get to that next level. So it's almost like does does the, the Philadelphia Eagles have a fair opportunity to, um, to really rebuild because of how weak their division is right now or appearing to be as weak as it is and may not be that way next year. So that'll be something interesting to to continue to look at. We're live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch, and you can save a bundle on your auto insurance. So, uh, yeah, let's, 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 uh, let's continue to have this conversation about – about what what we see, uh, what what can happen, what what good. This is what I want you to think about while we take this break, TJ. What good things could the Philadelphia Eagles do to improve their team? I'd like to have that conversation because if there's the possibility of being able to do it, is it by going into the draft and getting another quarterback? Is it getting one in free agency? Is it improving your line? Whatever it may be. I want you to think about that. I want y'all to think about that. Take a quick break. You're listening to LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plexico Burris on Up On Game on Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back. This Valentine's Day, you know just what to get that special someone because you know just what makes them tick. So head on over to proflowers.com to get fresh this Valentine's Day and get 15% off through February 14th on gifts for your special someone with promo code CRUSH15. See website for details. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. 
Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the show. We're in Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS and you can save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. You're listening to Up On Game. I'm LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plexico Burst. Yeah. We're talking quarterbacks. We're, we're talking, talking quarterbacks. We're talking quarterbacks. This is uh this is just to me, I think it's 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 an interesting conversation. Uh I'm just wondering when you're when you're the Philadelphia Eagles and you had the debacle of a last game that they had. First of all, let's start here. Do you guys think Doug Peterson handled the game correctly? If he said he was going in knowing that he wasn't going to make the playoffs and he wanted to see both of his quarterbacks get extensive playing time, first off, did he handle it wrong? Did, you know, sometimes it's not about going going along with what everything everybody says you should do. So I'm just wondering, guys, what's, first, do you feel like, Coach Peterson handled that the right way. Plex, go ahead, Listen. baby. Uh, when I watched the game, I, I don't really think that, you know, he handled the situation good at all. You, you play to win the game. And, and even, you know, some of the players, Jason Kelsey and everybody, like guys were upset because, you know, obviously, you know, you're not going to the playoffs, but you have your guys – you know, your veteran guys, your offensive line, and everybody is going out there competing to win. Like, these guys could have laid down and not even played in the game. Mm-hmm. But then you look at the head coach, and those guys are like, well, what are we doing? It doesn't matter what your record is if you can't get to the playoffs or not. But you don't, you don't use that opportunity to evaluate a third-string quarterback. And you're trying to win the game no matter what. And, you know, Jalen Hurts had, had two rushing touchdowns. And, you know, they get down on, on fourth down and they go for it. They're down three points, 14 to 17, and they go for it on fourth down. If you're in a regular <laughs> regular season game, what, what are you, you doing? doing? <laughs> you kick the field goal. They try to score up. Mm-hmm. But they go for it on fourth down, and everybody is just looking at the whole situation and the coach, and they're like, we, we're playing to win the game. And I don't think he really handled the situation at all. And going into the offseason, I think the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, kind of looked at it. And he was like, I don't want to answer these questions all offseason. And I think that was one of the reasons why they fired him. Mm-hmm. Man, let's, let's, let's just cut to it. The, the way Doug Peterson handled this season was awful. If he gets another head coaching job, something is wrong. You, dude, look at the report from Adam Schefter yesterday. Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson didn't talk for weeks, didn't communicate for eight, nine, ten weeks. I don't know if it would be that long, but the fact that you're not communicating with your quarterback every day, let alone weeks, what is wrong with you? And then you go into the last game of the season. It's what Plax just said. Down 17 to 14, you go for it. You're like, bro, what you're doing? Competitive game, you bench Jalen Hurts and put in Nate Self up. Bro, what, what are you doing? So there are so many, bruh, what are you doing moments that you begin to wonder, like, dude, what is Doug Peterson doing? Like, what are you really doing? You're not communicating with your quarterback. 
You're making moves. Like, how can you tell me as a player, this game means a lot. We're going to go out here and bust our tail and we're in the game and you bring in a third-string quarterback when we have a chance to win the game and say, oh, I had planned to do this all week. Like, I have a problem with that. And, and so I don't know what, what Doug Peterson was on, but it wasn't on – he didn't have the best interest of those players in that locker room at heart because if he did, you would play to win the game and you can't tell these guys to prepare and then you do that. Hmm. The, when you look at them handling, because I agree with both of you guys, when, when you look at it from that perspective that it was handled – incorrectly and that kind of led to honestly looking at the entire season and how that was handled incorrectly do you feel as though it's more on Carson Wentz the season he had or is it more on on Doug Peterson and the way this team was being ran listen if if you have a quarterback a franchise quarterback that you just signed with 128 million dollars to or whatever the amount was the 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 communication the, the, the communication between the head coach and the quarterback is is a must. If if those guys aren't talking for weeks, something is not right. Mm-hmm. So I can't you know listening to all of this and understanding what really happened. You can't really fault Carson Wentz. Obviously, you know he didn't play well. They, he was sacked 50 times last year, and the team gave up 65 total sacks. So you're not giving uh, them time to throw game. the football. <laughs> right. You're not giving them time to throw the football, but, you know, he, he's not playing well. And, and and the guy's dropping back in the pocket, and, and he's skittish. He, he doesn't know if he's going to get hit before he's going to deliver so, the football. So y'all think it's more 50 on the coaching? 50 sacks in one season. More on I, the coaching? I, Man, Doug Peterson was awful. That's just my opinion. Just look at the moves he made that didn't include Carson Wentz. Come on, man. Well, we got a lot going on in Philadelphia. We got a lot going on in the National Football League. Heck, we got a lot going on in sports. We're going to talk a lot about what's going on. We got Byron Leftwich from the Buccaneers coming up. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? 
facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.